Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today, AOC claims Americans hate women. The Biden administration is funding drug vending machines and crime continues to ravage American cities because, as we know, that is the Biden way. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday Eve. Gotcha. I said Friday and you were like, what? It's Friday? No, it's Friday Eve. It's Thursday. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Healthy Cell. They've got a ton of supplements to help you with sleep focus, general multivitamin, whatever you want. They taste great. My family uses them. I mean, we are obsessed. So you got to go there. It is HealthyCell.com slash news. Use code news for 20% off of your first order. That is HealthyCell.com slash news. You will not regret it. I'm joined today by Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, also joined by Stu Bergier. Stu Bergier. <laughs> That's how everyone should introduce me. Yeah, I felt like that like too. That. Thank like, you. A re- like a wrestler? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Blaze TV host, of course, of Stu Does America. You should be subscribed to both of these gentlemen on YouTube at least until they allow them <laughs> to stay on. Right. I feel like all of our days are numbered. We have to qualify point. that statement. Subscribe, <laughs> but most likely it will be deleted from your right. subscription. Right. Subscribe for now. <laughs> yeah. Don't expect it to last long yeah. with the kinds of truth that we're bringing you here. Uh, so AOC... Good friend of the program, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, of course, recently gave an interview to GQ. And uh, you guys will be shocked to hear, I know. Um, I hope you're sitting down for this. Um, she said a lot of moronic things. Mm. Yeah. So bre- Breaking news, everyone. You guys, uh, that, that came out of left field. She claimed that uh, she won't ever be president because Americans hate women. She said, sometimes little girls will say, oh, I want you to be president or things like that. It's very difficult for me to talk about because it provokes a lot of inner conflict in that I never want to tell a little girl what she can't do. My experience here has given me a front row seat to how deeply and unconsciously, as well as consciously, <laughs> so many wow. people. In- <laughs> it's a good sentence. <laughs> she's, she's off to a great start on this one. <laughs> so many people in this country hate women and they hate women of color Mm. yeah that's right consciously and unconsciously Mm -hmm. a lot of people hated condoleezza rice yeah they really hated her (laughs) it seemed to be all people on the left that hated condoleezza rice Uh, (laughs) what a fascinating i mean this is an amazing interview Uh, you could honestly we could just sit here and read it the entire show, and it's. Oh, so I mean, I've got some other. I've got some other. I've got some other zingers. We're going to cover a lot of it. Well, Look, but you know, yeah. you know, you know, when there's a like a power drain on a city, and the lights just dim. <laughs> Yeah. When, when, when she wakes up in the morning, America's IQ just just dims a little bit. It it's just so goes through. When she walks in a building, it's just, oh, mm-hmm. we just lost some intelligence. Can some we intellect. just? Okay, so I'm going to say it because you guys are men, and you'll get attacked if you say okay. it. Okay. I 
don't think that um, it has anything to do with Americans hating women, especially because, oh, I don't know, roughly half of Americans are in fact women and don't hate women. Mm. I do, however, think that there is a subset of people who, I would say rightfully so, think that perhaps a woman generally speaking, should not be president. <laughs> when you say a subset, what you mean is yourself. <laughs> I do. Yeah, you I are do. the subset. She's I talking do. about Sarah, yes. Absolutely. And mm. now, are there going to be outliers? <laughs> like, will there be a woman who will surprise me? Sure. But generally speaking, mm -hmm. I don't think women have the predisposition <laughs> to become president. I think it's too much. They're, they are too catty. They are mm -hmm. too, they're too passive aggressive mm -hmm. to deal with other world leaders. Like, I just don't <laughs> think that women have the general demeanor to be president. And it has nothing to do with hating women because I am a woman and I am a woman and I love myself mm -hmm. and I love other women. And you're a woman of color. I am a woman of mm -hmm. color, and I am also fighting for other women to not be erased by men dressing up as women, which is, as we know, the real patriarchy. Right. But what I'm saying is, I ju it just, you know, women do things that you're like, no, you should not be on a world stage. Uh, Kamala Harris, great example. Need I say more? D need we say more? <laughs> I would agree with you that Kamala Harris should never be president. We are on sound footing there. And Stu is being really careful no, to I'm only not, agree with me. I, I'm I, not going to be Four percent of what Sarah just said, I completely agree with. No, I mean, I think that's. Look, I think uh, there. You're going to be shocked to hear this. A lot of guys shouldn't be president either, including the one that is president right now. Well, that uh, is true. Uh, and so that is fair. It is fair, and I think like you know. Uh, it really is a job that very few people are qualified for. Mm -hmm. Yet we keep putting a lot of really terrible people up for the job over and over and over and over again. It would be nice if we picked the best among us uh, sometimes. But what we see, I think, here is a, a situation with AOC where you know, she, the, the defining characteristic of AOC is not that she's a socialist. It's that she's always the victim. That is mm, her yeah. defining characteristic. I thought you were going to say it's that she's always dumb. She is always dumb. But, <laughs> and she's always a socialist. But like, I think her defining characteristic is any situation she's yeah. presented with, she has to present herself as the victim. She sees herself that way. Yeah. She's living in a horror movie. When you read some of this interview, she's like thinking she might be dead so, at any so, moment. So let me bring that up now yeah. that you said that. Uh, so she said she doesn't... She. <laughs> She doesn't know if she's going to be alive by the end of the month. This is dire. This is a serious situation. She said, people ask me questions about the future. And realistically, I can't even tell you if I'm going to be alive in September. And that weighs very heavily on me. Whoa. And it's not just the right wing. Misogyny transcends political ideology. Left, right, center, this grip of the patriarchy affects all of us, not just women, men, as I mentioned before, but also ideologically, there's an extraordinary lack of self-awareness in so many places. Wow. wow. Yeah, it sounds a lot like Paris Hilton. I mean, she yeah. sounds a lot like Paris that's Hilton. A, that's very unfair to Paris Hilton. No, I no, no. Say. She sounds a lot like Paris Hilton. That's not unfair. Okay, when you say stupid stuff like that, you need to be brand. No, I say it's unfair to Paris Hilton. No, Paris said stuff like that too. It's not unfair to the She feels insulted that we've compared to her. No, she should not be president. And I agree with you. No, there's certain things and pressure situations that you do not want a delayed response. And it's great that women are contemplators and they can think a hole through a wall and they can connect everything with everything in the past. But there are certain moments. There are certain moments <laughs> when you just need to pull the trigger or hit the nuke button, and that's it. And you just got to toughen up a little bit, which this girl and other girls can't do. But here's what I want to say about this girl. 
Seriously. Yeah. She is stuck in a trauma loop. She behaves and talks like the girl in your high school when you were there that acted dumb because it got her attention. And this girl is in a, what we call a trauma loop. There's severe trauma in this girl's history. She wants to be the victim. She's gotten attention for being the victim, and she will play that until the end of days. Can you imagine if you have a president who plays the victim card more than what they're telling people to be victims now already? Mm. We have the one guy playing the dumb card, the senile card. This girl plays the victim card all day long. This is all you'll ever get from her, and I'm so thankful that she would never be president. Well, first of all, she turns 35 several weeks before the election. So she is legitimately qualified, quote unquote, to be president constitutionally for this election, for 2024. She should run. And then then when she gets 0.02% of the vote, (laughs) maybe that's a wake-up call. She should run. Let me paint a picture for you here. Okay. Okay, Think about this for a second. Think about this already. Go. I want you to meditate on this for a moment. (laughs) You're walking into the voting booth, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Dark figure behind you, gun to your head, you have to pick one of the two candidates. Oh mm-hmm. I'm not. The two candidates on the board mm-hmm. are Alexandria Ocasio Cortez mm-hmm. and Paris Hilton. I am 100% voting for Paris Hilton. You pick Paris. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton a thousand times in a row. Sure, you pick Paris Hilton. (laughs) I mean, there's no question about it. She would be a better president than Alexandria Cotton. At least the Hilton board could say, listen, man, take your billions and go off there. They can't get rid of this girl. But listen, her own party doesn't support They tolerate her. She's a necessary Well, evil. Nancy Pelosi said that anyone, any, uh, a Democrat, what did she say, this glass of water could get elected yeah. in Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's district she's if right. it was a Democrat. And she's yeah. right. And look, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a, a, a thorn in the side of, of the Pelosi mm-hmm. branch. Yes, of, of course. I mean, she's a pain. And she's a pain to deal with because she's super famous for no reason. They can't control like, her. Here's a woman who sees herself as a victim. When in reality, what she was was a bartender a few years ago and was able to rise to one of the most famous people in America in like a month. Like that is not a society that is oppressing you. I I don't understand (laughs) how people see it this way. She constantly sees it. It's like the NFL player that signs a $30 million signing bonus, but he's oppressed. But a slave. And they call him a slave. slave. I'm a slave slave to this league. Look at my fro and I'm a slave. Actual slaves would have loved to have been (laughs) in your position and been your kind of slave, let me tell you. It really doesn't seem that that so many uh, people in the public eye can keep things in perspective. Look, Mm -hmm. what her story, outside of her socialism and her idiocy and all of the nonsense is an incredible story, right? Like she literally was, she is a giant zilch intellectually. She was serving beers and turned into one of the most famous people in America for nothing. Like they gave her one of the most, and that's the same way Paris Hilton uh, earned it, although maybe a little bit differently, I suppose, now that I think back of the Paris Hilton history. Uh, there's a little a little more video on Paris, but the bottom line is, with the same amount of accomplishment, they became equally famous. That's impressive. No, come on. Paris came, there was a lot of, there was legacy in front of her. There's hotels with her family sure. name on it. That's fair. There's, there's something else, okay? So Paris, I give you two kudos here. You would win a race I, against Ocasio-Cortez. I'm signing okay. up right now. I'd rather talk Hilton about Paris Hilton than Ocasio-Cortez, did honestly. We, did we just announce Paris Hilton's candidacy? Yes, for yes we did. We're running, running against on? Cortez. Yes. What is going on? Uh, so I, I just want to remind people, as we're talking about AOC and how horrible she is just at literally everything that, as taxpayers, you're paying her to do. Um, She was cast for this role. This is not a conspiracy theory. Mm. This is, you go to the Justice Democrats uh, uh, videos that they have on on, um, their social media and all of that. They had a PAC. It was a Justice Democrats PAC. This was a group formed by 
Bernie Sanders campaign leaders and uh, how do you say his name from the Young Turks? Chank? Oh, Jank. 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 Yeah. I don't Cenk know. Uyghur. I don't want to say it right because I don't like him. But um, this is a here's a, a video from 2016 uh, by the Justice Democrats PAC. Watch. Back in 2016, we put out a call for nominations, trying to capture the diversity of background, of experience, of the American electorate, the people that aren't currently represented in office. We got over 10,000 nominations. Out of those 10,000 nominations, we found Alexandria. My brother told me that he had sent my nomination in the summer, but I was like, literally working literally. on the restaurant. And I was like, there's no way. Her profile literally. is not what you'd think of as someone who should run for office, no. right? I grew up with a really politically engaged and attuned family. We always were debating politics, talking about things, but we were never involved in the formal structures of politics. We saw these signs of someone who's willing to sacrifice their own future for the good of others. <laughs> Oh, oh what? You, mis you misread that one, buddy. As a bartender, I mean, she had a she had a high like high hopes. Yeah, high hopes. Major self sacrifice. Things in front of her. Have Absolutely. you ever seen that girl do self sacrifice? Oh, oh, yeah, right. She gave yeah. up pouring me a Jack and Diet right now. Yeah, right, that could have been her. To go, her yeah, to mm -hmm. go perform, you know, in her Instagram live videos. And where instead, she she's just like, a millionaire. <laughs> uh, she could have been serving hard seltzers, and now instead, she's a millionaire. What, what a, a sacrifice. sacrifice! That is an amazing. It's amazing too. Like what? <laughs> Again, we're supposed to be the racist, right? Like yeah. that's us. That we're, yeah. our side's supposed to be the racist side. But like, do you believe that her background doesn't fit the profile of a candidate? Why? Why? I don't believe that. Who? Who? Who says that? I don't think that's true at all. It's <laughs> a great point. Because she's what? Because she's Hispanic, or because she's not white, or because she's a woman? That doesn't. I don't have that predetermined. I mean, Sarah does, but I don't have that predetermined <laughs> belief that a woman can't run for Congress or can't run for Senate or can't run for president. Whoa, 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 You're whoa. fine with Congress I'm and Senate. I'm fine with Congress not and president. Senate. Not president. Okay. That's my thing. VP? I mean, Kamala Harris hasn't been a very fine example no, of that. No, she's been very bad. But I, no, my just, I just, just don't think. Okay, I don't I think the maternal instinct of a female does not, uh, cannot coexist with the decisions that need to be made, the cutthroat decisions that need to be made by a president of the United States. People should understand how well she's thought this through. This is not like something she's blurting Absolutely. out. This I'm quite, I'm sitting, I'm enjoying this. I'm proud of Sarah, and I'm waiting to see where you're going, Stu. I no, mean, I'm just, like, I, do you, mm -hmm. you don't, li do you listen to women like when they're out at brunch <laughs> i don't want these catty passive aggressive girls running the country they're gonna get us nuked nuked i'm telling you sarah says we're gonna get nuked no look look I, i'll say look, on on the on the i don't want to change the subject but on the heels of other nations who've had female leaders if we look at that it is a softer approach to international politics and at the time we live in today you don't want to go soft on North Korea. You don't want to go soft on Putin. You don't want to go soft even on Zelensky. Yes, I said it. Not such a good guy, mm -hmm. right? It is a time to draw a line in the sand and have a little bit of play harder ball. Yeah. And that is a little more difficult for women. Not the scorned, women scorned, hell has no fury in a woman scorned individual, which shouldn't be present anyway. But in general, some of the decisions that has to be made as a president, which our guys are not making, are very in the moment and, and they are cutthroat. I will say this. I'm going to give you last words, too. Mm -hmm. I will say this. It's the same reason that I don't think that women should be in combat. Right. Mm -hmm. Like yes. I, I, there are certain, or building our roads. Right. There are certain, uh, yeah. you know, characteristics that I think that mm -hmm. men 
have, generally speaking, that they are more qualified to, you know, to, to do certain jobs. That, you know, in, military is one of them, and also leading the free world. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, there are differences between men and women. Yeah. And especially when you talk about broad categories, right? Like, you know, when you're talking about one individual, I think you could find that individual. You know, I don't agree with everything uh, policy-wise with right. Condoleezza Rice, but she seems to have really the temperament of someone who could handle a job like that. As, you know, hearing her speak thousands of times over the years. I mean, until another world leader pisses her off. But you, well, you would still <laughs> see a different <laughs> approach, though. It would be go, a different go, go ahead, go ahead. Fundamentally, we should yeah. just realize the lady in Finland seems like a blast. She'd be great. <laughs> Let's bring her over. She seems fantastic. I want her over here right now. We'll give her a party. She would be great. I want a party too. He wants Stu's happy hour. America, Stu's happy hour. Our country's crumbling. Can we at least like enjoy it while it lasts, please? I'm trying to put it back together Uh, here. We've got more to come. Boy. We're just getting started. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Raycon. So, uh, look, I'm I'm constantly on the go. Also, I have children. And the, the thing about having two boys is that they're very, they're very loud. I, like, they're very loud, okay? But with Raycon, I can put in my <laughs> Wait, earbuds. Are you drowning Why your kids? Do you do that? Absolutely. Well, the thing is with the Raycons, too, people can't see them. I know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't dangle below your ears. So the so. kids yeah. still talk to you? They and still you just talk nod? to me. Absolutely. I don't know what the blah, toddler's blah, saying blah, anyway. Blah, blah, blah. I have no idea what the toddler's He's saying. He's asking for anyway. sugar, Sarah, and you're saying yes. <laughs> well, I'm not giving it to him, so I guess I'm just confusing him. I don't know. But the point being, uh, I love my Raycons. They're wireless earbuds. And as Stu pointed out, you don't, you can't see them because they don't have the dumb stems that stick down and you know weigh your ear down and all of that. They're just, they're very discreet. They fit very comfortably in your ear, and you're going to get awesome audio quality. I love them. We all love them here at The Blaze. you got to try some. You can go to buyraycon.com slash Y. You'll get 15% off of your Raycon order. That is B-U-Y, buyraycon.com slash Y. And you know another thing about Alexandria <laughs> <Come> we <Ocasio> <laughs> were talking about this. We ran out of time, but I have something else to, to tell you guys about uh, in this GQ article. You know, she's she's engaged. She has a fiance. And um, she said she wasn't sure if she wanted to marry her fiance because he is white. She Mm. said this to GQ. She said, uh, here's what GQ said. GQ described the conversation about her reluctancy to marry her boyfriend as, quote, she wasn't positive that an intercultural interracial relationship would be the right fit for her, end quote. These are the same people who say that the conservatives are going to take interracial marriage away and how bad that is. And they're like, I don't think I want to be in in an interracial marriage. That's uh, that's really not for me. I'd rather just stay with my kind. Um, Hello? Mm, Is anyone home? What a great point. I mean, that is such I didn't even put that together with the interracial marriage thing that they're trying to scare everybody about for no particular reason, because Clarence Thomas is certainly going to overturn interracial marriage. Uh, (laughs) What a way to find out that uh, your husband wants a divorce from Jenny Thomas. In GQ. (laughs) And we talk about racism a lot. It gets into the news a lot. Usually it's surrounding some tweet, some racist, quote unquote, racist joke from a comedian. Somebody says something insensitive, doesn't use the right word for a particular thing. That's always called racism. This is much more purely racism, right? Absolutely. Like if you are <laughs> contemplating in any way that you wouldn't want to marry someone because of the color of their skin, 
That is like fundamentally racist. But not just in a hypothetical sense. While she's engaged to the dude. Yeah. So we have a bench out here. The actual yeah. forest come bench. Yeah. I yeah. want to say to that buddy, run forest, run. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine Alex Stein, the girl you want to marry? She would have been talking about you. Mm. She would have said, I'm not so sure if I want to marry Alex because he's white. So they the, are the racists. Can you too. explain the Alex Stein AOC thing? Like, is he, he loves he has her. a thing for her? He does have That's, a thing for her. Okay. Like, for real. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get like He look, insulted Sarah. There, he called that his favorite Latina. I was very, Whoa. I said, your favorite big booty Latina I'm just is not letting me. You know. <laughs> that I, is rude. I, I, no, I'm just letting you know. I will say, I don't get it. Like, there are plenty of Democrats. I mean, everybody in Hollywood is a, is a liberal, and many of them are very, very attractive. I don't get the AOC thing. Some people see it. Some, I don't. I don't get it. But you know who does see uh, AOC as attractive is AOC. Mm-hmm. She's constantly talking about how oh, hot she is, how people are hitting said. her on her. Like, I, like how people, the only reason they talk to her is because she's so hot. No, I, I, I don't hot, hurt it. Look, hot in the Sue, sun, you're maybe. hurting her feelings. Look you're at her crying at the, at the fake border yeah. where there was nothing happening. And, and she just fake. took the photo out. How much was that watch? I don't remember the story, but it was several thousand dollar watch. The Manolo Blanc yeah. shoes. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, we all go to the border in white jeans. You know? yeah, that's how we go do our work. fundamentally pragmatic thing to do. I mean, you know, a very so. dusty area. Make sure you get there and you're all whites. I just, I can't. I, you dress uh, like you're at Wimbledon. How do you feel? It does this. How do you feel? If you're this poor schlep that like asked uh, her to marry you, you and feel she's dumb, like, Sarah. You feel dumb. Uh, yeah, you, you no, feel but the guy doesn't person. have a spine. If he yeah. goes for a girl like that, sorry, Alex, you don't have a spine. I mean, you, come on, what guy settles for a girl like that? He's just throwing all sorts of shade at Alex. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> and and I. I promise you I will send him this episode. Please, um, I'll send it to him. <laughs> so I want as much fun as it is talking about AOC. I, I, want, to, uh, I want to get to something a little different here. But equally as ridiculous, the Biden administration is spending $3.6 million to test the effectiveness of, quote, harm reduction kiosks in Mm. rural Kentucky. Now, you may be wondering what that is. This is actually these are kiosks that contain items and substances such as uh, syringes, fentanyl test strips, condoms. uh, How do you say this? Naloxone. And so they're saying, according to, you know, this is an NIH grant that was awarded Mm -hmm. to do this. So the vending machines may be a preferable option to traditional harm reduction clinics because they they eliminate the stigma, obviously, of having to speak to a real person, like a medical professional, a doctor, to procure all of their drug paraphernalia. I mean, you don't want to have to talk to a doctor when you're trying to do illicit substances. So this just makes it a little bit easier. You just put your quarter in and just you can just get all of your mm-hmm. all of your safe drug use kits um, right there with like, in this vending machine that is that is great I mean I guess we should like, we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't be surprised because this is the same administration who like sent safe smoking kits mm-hmm. across the country and gave you free crack pipes which I know Hunter was the one like when Hunter said I can tell my dad to do anything and he will do it mm-hmm that was Hunter's idea. <laughs> Hunter was like, Dad, what we need are the free crack pipes because I got a bunch of my friends asking about it and this is really what we want to do. And Joe Biden was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a safe crack pipe initiative and just you're, you're going to pay your taxpayer money is going to fund all of this. This uh, may be Hunter's idea too. It probably is. But this is this is akin to what they're doing, right? Let's call it a harm reduction, you know, vending machine mechanism. Let's not call it sexual exploitation of children. Let's call it transgender health care mm. in the classroom. You know, they, they'll never call it what it is. But my question is, this machine, does this machine read whether you're 12 or 22? 
Does it determine whether the seven-year-old can get himself a needle? Mm -hmm. Is this AI that's going to retina scan the kid, fingerprint, and make sure it's not a minor? Mm. It's, 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 it's reckless. All these are mechanisms just to beg for votes. It's just what do you want? What do you want? You want a crack pipe? We'll give you a crack pipe. What else do you want? You want to rob a store? Rob a store. You want to set the city on fire? Do whatever you want. Open the border. Bring your whole family. Just vote for us. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't think the crack addicted voter would be reliable, <laughs> uh, but apparently I don't, they do seem to even be buying it's a off vote. The crack they're gonna yeah, they're gonna shut the vending machine down like a week before voting day yeah. because they want to make sure that they are not so strung out that they like actually show. Yeah, maybe. there you go. Um, or maybe put the crack place right near the voting booth and go, go in there yeah, first and yeah. then come ours. We'll side. give you more. Yeah, we'll give you more. We'll give you some pocket change to go in the vending machine <laughs> if you vote. Or maybe vote wrong because he's high. Yeah, <laughs> I could accidentally. Those uh, who of a certain age will mm. remember uh, these. I, I was at a bar probably like, I don't know, ten, five, ten years ago now. It's been a while. And I remember uh, walking toward the back of the bar by the pool tables there and seeing for the first time in a long time one of those cigarette vending machines. Do you remember those things mm -hmm. with the little knobs mm -hmm. and you pull the them out? Mm -hmm. The Marlboros. Yeah, they mm -hmm. used to be in Camels. every bar and they'd yep. be all over the place. And now we've gotten rid of those mm -hmm. for a legal product, <laughs> though also a, not a great idea. <laughs> And we now are implementing the same idea that we just got rid of of the old school cigarette vending machines that were only in places where you had to be 21 or older to be in. Now we're going to throw, subway. In we're subway. Gonna throw needle machines all over the country. Yeah. This is, again, we joke about it. This is Biden's America. Mm -hmm. This is what he's bringing to you. Mm -hmm. uh, it is, they, they, their philosophies are antithetical to what our foundations are. I don't know how to state it any more clearly than that. It's just like what they're trying to do here is turn this country into something that it is not. It's got nothing to do with what AOC would say. Well, they don't want women in charge and they don't want uh, they don't want people of color in charge. And they, it's got nothing to do with that. Mm -mm. We have a foundation here where, you know, we're supposed to be able to this is supposed to be a good country based on good things. We understand there are bad things inside of it and we fight back against those things and try to stop them and try to persuade people not to do them. Instead, it's the opposite. Yeah. We make it easier for people to do drugs. We try to make it easier for them to shoot up needles. We're, we're watching, you know, uh, we're, we're in the middle of all of these crazy, you know, diseases being passed around and, and the opioid crisis and all these things and our, our answer to it is like, ah, let's, let's make it a little bit easier. It doesn't make any sense. But still, no. we're celebrating the demonic and the evil and the ungodly and we're giving it, you know, we're giving it fuel and validity. And I'm asking, what does this say about our nation? Truly, if we can just be serious for a minute, mm. a nation that doesn't say, well, enough is enough, man. This is insane. A public outcry to go, wait a minute, vending machines with needles. And it says something about us as a culture. Yeah, it's go true. Ahead. Last one real quick. I'm sorry. But they, we, we go back to Bill Clinton. He's in front of the uh, he's asked about pot and he says, I, I smoked, but I, I didn't inhale. I didn't inhale. Tried to hedge himself to say, I didn't use drugs. I didn't yeah. use drugs. Kamala Harris is asked uh, about being high, and she says, I smoked pot in 1986 listening to Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg didn't come out with yeah. an album until it 1993, so yeah. it was a blatant lie. She's creating stories to say she was doing drugs. Mm -hmm. That is a 20-year period where the Democratic Party went from lying to say we didn't do it to lying to say we did. That wow. is, it is a fundamental transformation of our exactly. society. Barack Obama promised it, and Joe Biden is carrying it out. Yeah, I, uh, well speaking of the, our society turning godless and demonic... <laughs> 
We'll get to that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. Uh, look, if you guys are still paying big mobile, any of those big mobile carriers to, uh, you know, to have your cell phone every month, you are funding all of the things that you are working against because all of those companies are taking a portion of your money and they're donating it to all of these left-leaning causes that you are fighting against, like uh, pro-choice organizations, like organizations that are trying to take your guns away. This is a big deal. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from any other provider out there because they're actually going to take a portion of your money in your bill and they're going to donate it to causes that you are actually, you believe in, that support you, that are fighting with you on the same side. You're going to get the same service. They all share the same towers. It's all the same nationwide great service. You can take your number over there or you can get a new one whatever you would like, but they are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And we got to stick together right now. Now is the time to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Use the offer code news to get free activation. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Yesterday, White House monkeypox coordinator Dimitri Daskalakis mm. claimed that monkeypox. Did you like that? I did. You, that you like nailed a, well done. Thank Daskalakis. You. I don't know if I said it, it right. Sounds, but yeah. well, that's interesting. What do we know? It sounds like it's like something I would order at a Greek restaurant. It does. Probably I, Greek. It, sound, it does sound Probably Greek. Greek. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but he claimed that monkeypox is, just a reminder, guys, monkeypox is an infection, not an identity. No stigma. Watch. This virus transmits through very close skin-to-skin -skin physical contact, often in the setting of sexual exposure. But um, there are other mechanisms for its transmission, including if you touch objects that individuals who've had monkeypox touch, or if, um, if you have prolonged exposure to respiratory droplets. With that said, signaling to people um, who are in the gay, bisexual, other men who have sex with men communities, and also transgender Wait. people who have sex with men, that it's really important <clears throat> to have awareness that it's circulating in the community mm -hmm. is really a critical part of the messaging, while not generating okay. um, mm -hmm. you know, inordinate concern and really focusing on nope. the infection as no, linked I, to an identity. But I have so a, it's just an infection, it's not linked to an identity, it just happens to be in the social network. Okay, got a question. Mm -hmm. um, hoping you guys can help me with this. Uh, so he said gay, in the gay community, mm -hmm. or the bi community, and men who have sex with other men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he which I feel like is just gay. A, was it separate So category. I don't understand, is that not just gay? Like, if you're... PSA to all the men out there. If you, in fact, are having sex with other men, you're gay. It doesn't matter if it's a different area code. It doesn't matter if it's a different zip code. It doesn't matter if it's just a little what if you're on a, a little fling if on, you're on a, a business, business trip, trip. Then it's okay? No? Still okay. gay. Mm -hmm. It's still gay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not criticizing you for, no, for that. It's, I'm just, yeah. it's just still gay. Yep. Like, and no matter where you are, you're still a monkeypox magnet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to the gay orgies... I mean, it yeah. does seem to be where it's spreading. What is it, 98%? Uh, just, the, just 98%. Just the 98%. Yeah. Or if you touch the objects they had with them at the time. Okay. Ooh, and boy, let me tell you, those things vibrated a lot. <laughs> interesting road we've <laughs> gone whipped. down here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ooh, this know, is a show. <laughs> I, I actually went, uh, I was... I'm oh, getting fired. Get us back on the rails, too. Get us back on the rails, too. I had a similar observation as uh, uh, as you uh, recently when mm -hmm. I first heard this same framing of men having sex All with men. And a lot of times they won't even say gay. They'll just say men no. having sex with men. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, is this a new like PC yeah. thing? It's a shortened yeah. version it to does, say that. Right, because the whole point of having a <laughs> normalizing word. Normalizing it. Right? It's normalizing it. When you have a word, 
A yeah. word has a definition. Right. The word is used to shorten the definition. We could all say, well, I like that lemon-flavored beverage that's powder into water, and they spin, <laughs> you spin around, and you put a lemon on top, and then you drink it in a cup. Or you can just say lemonade. Lemonade, right? yeah. Like that's You're supposed to have words. So the word gay was meant to summarize <laughs> men who have sex with men. That was the whole point of it. And now they're saying it like it's this totally different group. I have heard, we were talking about this on the air, I think on radio one day, and someone called in and said, I guess in the in the uh, HIV like the early days of HIV, there were apparently a bunch of men who had sex with men but did not consider themselves gay. Uh, I, I don't you know now of course newsflash you have the I know your your point <laughs> this I, is the Roman Empire one. right but there was this this idea you know well, of course you have uh, uh, bisexual like maybe that wouldn't mm-hmm. be included in gay um, but like. I guess it was like maybe guy. I don't know. Guys were doing. They were experimenting or whatever they thought they were doing. Did not see themselves that way and therefore did not think they were going to be affected. That is a, to me, felt like a stretch. Honestly, <laughs> as an explanation. Mm. Yeah, I, see, I, that's called denial. Yeah, well, number one. That's kind of. And, and the word "gay" is 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 something they pluck because the word "gay." In, in the dictionary is it's yeah. jubilee, it's joyful, it's happy. Sure. So like anything else, they bastardize the rainbow with the word "gay." No, it's homosexual. I look, okay. I, you so, know. <laughs> You're going to go with a guy, you're homosexual. Yeah, I, well, so I want to, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up mm-hmm. that uh, there was a picture of this particular White House monkeypox coordinator, Dimitri, who began circulating, <laughs> showing him Don't. wearing a pentagram on his chest. And uh, he also appears to have a pentagram tattoo. And it's, so, a, it's a leather pentagram. We it is a out. leather. Studded pentagram. I just feel like if you have a monkey, po- like, is he the monkeypox coordinator because he is the, the one most likely to get it and can tell you about it? Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to have a monkeypox coordinator, it should not be someone who is, I'm, I'm most this. likely to I'll go out this. and get it. He's more qualified for his position than the current press secretary is for her position. 100%. But I mean, the I, pentagram. The pentagram is well, it's demo- Yeah, of course. But it's all uh, together, right? But like, I think might as could, well bring demons into the thing. I think you could make an argument that like, if this is a, the community being affected, if it's someone who might be able to relate to that community, it might be a good messenger uh, per, to, to get that stuff and information But out. he's just saying don't stigmatize them. Right, which is not the message. Like, <laughs> it's like, try you know, protect yourself would be a much stronger message than don't Stop stigmatize. Stop having right? gay orgies might be the message to, to, really, to provide. I will, I will go out of the limb here. I think the orgy thing overall in any uh, any <laughs> it's sexuality, a bad idea. Like, it's a bad not idea. A good, it, not a good idea. It's just like something you might want to stay away from. Yeah, I, it's it's got to be a lot ickier than it, it than it might seem in your head. I, I don't know. I've never participated in one, but like I just feel like the bottom line, you'd probably wind up regretting it. I don't know. Yeah, there no, are some people who seem to enjoy it. Yeah, but I just feel like but the end do of the they? Day, nah. Probably not a good idea. It's true because I do like when I people are like, "Well, that's stigmatizing the gay community to say stop having gay orgies." I'm like, "Okay, stop having orgies. I'm comfortable yeah, right. with that. I'm comfortable exactly. saying that. That's I a good don't policy. Really, yeah, just good solid policy. Sound <laughs> advice. <laughs> you know, I mean, Doctor Drew, sound advice. Right, there you go. You know, just I just just, oh, just don't. I just don't, don't do just it. Don't. Just don't. You I'm know? Yeah, definitely yeah. getting fired after the show. All right, we got we got to. Who's fire you that likes orgies so much? They'd be offended by this guy. Conversation. <laughs> that know. is a misrepresentation this question because of the I don't leadership of the place. I don't want to get you fired. You are not getting fired. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> uh, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Sweatblock. So Sweatblock is there for those of you who sometimes you feel like there's like a faucet in your underarm area and you can't control when it turns on. And when it turns on, it's always really embarrassing because you're in the middle of a date or you're in the middle of a, a presentation or something. And you're like, wow. 
Everyone who's watching me can see the giant sweat stains under my arms. Don't be that person. You got to get sweat block. They, they have these wipes that you apply at night and they're going to protect you from all of this embarrassing and uncomfortable sweat for actually like up to seven days. And I, you're like, yeah, right, Sarah, that's not true. Well, I got to tell you, it is true. My husband tried them out and he, it, we're in the middle of a 10 billion degree summer in Texas and it worked for him. So you got to try the deodorant stick as well. They've got it all for you over at sweatblock.com. If you use promo code NEWS, you will get 20% off over at sweatblock.com, promo code NEWS. Yesterday, we covered the murder case of Memphis teacher Eliza Fletcher, who was kidnapped and murdered by a repeat violent offender last night. A 19-year-old Memphis man was caught after live-streaming himself shooting at civilians for hours. He ended up killing four people. And uh, you would be shocked to hear, I'm sure, if you're not paying attention, that uh, the suspect was let out of prison this past March after serving less than a year for an attempted murder charge that was plea bargained down to aggravated assault. And, you know, I, I'm we bring up the Memphis situation to just emphasize that, you know, how much is happening but it's not just Memphis. Mm -mm. It's happening across the country. You have these Democrat-run cities who have these left-leaning policies. They're letting offenders out on bail. You have Chicago that's that's starting the, what is it, the Safety Act or whatever, where they're decriminalizing a bunch of things. Officers can't detain people. They have to cite them and let them leave for very serious offenses. Um, this is a big deal happening across the, the nation, and Memphis is just one sort of inlet that we have into an example of how this can go horribly wrong when you people have no, there's no restorative justice. People have no consequences for their actions and they're just let out. Unfortunately, there are consequences for their actions and it ends up that um, innocent Americans suffer and innocent American families are left without their loved ones because of these policies. But Sarah, I also think, you know, look, crime begets crime. Yeah. And now it's a lawless society is what the Joe Biden administration wants because they want anarchy. But I also think we've, we've gotten into this weird place since George Floyd where we're celebrating those who do wrong. They're mm -hmm. celebrating. If you break into a store, they celebrate it. Their face is on television and it's celebrated. It's not frowned upon unilaterally, at least vocally, by society because people are so afraid to say, no, that's breaking the law. That's not okay. It's not okay to do that. It's not okay to steal. It's not okay to lie. It's not okay to, you know, and murder. And so they're so bold now and the mentally ill which there are many, are being celebrated. And so now they'll go to a live stream and do something as horrific as this. And, and a part of it is on the culture. We have tolerated it. We've given the inch. They've taken the mile. And this administration, however they came into power, they like this. I mean, there's fundamentally two ways you can run a society, right? You can have one that is a totalitarian, where you're controlling every aspect of everyone's life and trying to control them from doing something wrong before they do it. The other side is, is what we try to do, which is have freedom and have people be, be able to enjoy their lives. And we basically say there's an element of self-governance here. You're going to have to control your own actions and play within the rules. Um, and it is difficult to stop a mass shooter who went to high school and, uh, and has never committed a crime before and gets out and he decides to go buy a gun and go shoot up his old school. That's really, really yeah. difficult yeah. to stop in yeah. this type of government, in this type mm -hmm. of society. Right. The one defense we have is once you catch someone doing yeah. something wrong, yeah, exactly. you can keep them away from the other people. Don't let them go. 
Don't let them out. No more recidivism. You, that's the problem. It's really the only way we can control things in our society. When someone does something serious, you take it seriously. And if you can do that, someone's stalking someone. We saw this with the guy who ran over all the people at the parade at Christmas who had just been released after trying to run someone else over. If you are a type of person that is going to run over your ex-girlfriend because you're upset about it, you're the type of person that should be away from everyone else for as long as the law will possibly allow. That is the only way we've really been able to reverse big crime waves in our history. We saw it in New York uh, with Giuliani when he was there. That was one of the main things they did. Yes, everyone talks about, oh, well, they stopped the squeegee guys on the corner of the street. Yeah, they did that. But fundamentally, when people committed crimes, they put them in prison and kept them there as long as possible. So they, they got older. When they were released, they were in their 40s or their 50s, mm -hmm. 50s and they were less likely to do these things all these things build a much better civilization you can't put people in prison before they do those things here but once they do them yeah. you can and you should yeah. but still if you care about something you keep it in order you discipline it like your children and the parents who don't want to discipline that's unbiblical it's ungodly to have a society where there's no consequence and yes you incarcerate a guy that system is checks and balances mm -hmm. and it's worked it's worked for millennia. It worked in the Wild West when you were chasing the guy get down and putting him away, mm -hmm. right? Why? So he could come to his senses, maybe get some help. And yes, mature, because it is predominantly youngsters mm -hmm. who are doing these things. It's not men in their 50s and their 60s right. that are doing this around the world. That kind of crime is a crime of a young man that's outside of his mind, that's now incentivized by a lunatic administration, and so they, there has to be long-term effects. Look at Newsom, lowering the, the penalties for sodomy, canceling the sex offender registry. This is emboldening people to go, you know what? Let my crazy hang out because there's no consequence and we're going to pay a price as a society for it. Yeah. Um, all right, we've got to uh, we got to take a quick break, but I just want to remind you guys if you've not already subscribed to Police TV, you got to go over there. I don't, I never know if we're going to say something that's going to get us booted off of YouTube. And yes, you I, do. You do it every show. I mean, I probably we today. basically do. Yeah. We be, probably I, who today. knows? But I, I also don't know when our last day on YouTube mm. is going to be, which means you got to be prepared by going to blazetv.com. <laughs> have you listened to the show? The last day's today. This is the last day. <laughs> well, now I'm sure you're going to have a lot of fun with then the subscribe. new host. Subscribe. Whoever they pick for the new host, I'm sure is going to be great. It'll probably just be on blazetv.com, so you got to go there. It's blazetv.com. Use code, code NEWS20 for $20 off the, your first year. Uh, again, the, the new host will really appreciate it, and I hope that you'll welcome them with open arms. That is blazetv.com, promo code NEWS20. Zion's Bank in Utah pulled its sponsorship from the upcoming Boise Pride Festival over a scheduled drag kids show where children as young as 11 are actually performing on stage. Again, drag kids show doesn't mean it's, well, it's also for kids, but by kids as well, performed ah. by kids. So this bank said uh, that they had always supported over the years a variety of pride events because they're an important part of our support for our LGBTQ employees, but uh, this uh, they were unaware of the event's activities involving children and minors. And since learning of that, they have decided to withdraw their participation. Um, I say this, I want to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen, but I say this to tell the audience, keep pushing back. 
-hmm. okay, because they would not have done this if they had not received angry phone calls from across the community mm -hmm. saying, how the hell can you do this to our children? On that note, by the way, uh, if I have not gotten back to you about the Houston event, I am working on it. I've got such a large influx of people. And, uh, oh, there's another drag show for kids in Denton, Texas, this weekend on Sunday, if you would like to help me, uh, I don't know, shut the whole thing down, please DM me. Gentlemen. Yeah, shut the whole thing down. I'll say this. Mm -hmm. This bank obviously never knew the actual meaning of their name because they've gotten yeah. it wrong for a long time. I was thinking that too. I was like, huh. Uh, wrong name. You, you don't understand the origin of your name, Zion. But, but this time they got it right because it's children and at least we know there's a line they won't cross. But th this is happening, to your point, the only time this stops is when the public pushes mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. They will never... Evil does not govern itself. Mm -hmm. You bring light into darkness and it drives darkness out. Darkness does not drive darkness out. So thinking that this will just go away, it's a moment in American history. No, it will get worse. Yeah. It will go deeper and darker. So you have to make it stop. Yeah, Stu, last word. Uh, it's disturbing, and I know you're doing something about it. I talked to Nate Hodgman from the National Review. He did a story that 20 major league teams are doing Pride Days that are funding surgeries for children. Uh, it is, it's, it's a disturbing time. Some of these companies I don't think really know the whole scope, yeah. but some, many, many do. Yeah. Keep Stop pushing back. It's working. Thanks, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.